Blog Talk Radio. Tuesday, February 8th, 2011. 
Hope is always born every time we wake up in the morning and, of course, every time you listen into the show because there's always something different, especially with the many guests that I have on who have graciously given their time to be here to help you, to give you the hope you're looking for, and to help you to be the light, which is why we named the show the way we did. Lots of wonderful changes in store, lots of uh, interesting people. One of those people I'm going to be bringing on the air in just a moment, which is who is Erica Nelson. Now, I'm sure you've seen her website. You've seen her on Facebook. A lot of people are you know, sharing the what she has to say. Facebook, you find her as Happiness Quotations. And I love looking at the quotations and the uh, uplifting, inspirational messages that she posts and asked her to, um, you know, to see about being a guest with us. And I'm looking forward to bringing her on the air because we can always use the um, some very wonderful quotes in our lives every day to help give us hope and inspiration. Go ahead. And hopefully the switchboard will work correctly tonight. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Um, is this me or somebody else? Yep. Uh, hold on one second here. Oh, the switchboard is acting up on me. Hello, Erica. Um, yes, I just came back. Hi. Yes. Hi. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's gonna be one of those evenings. I can tell. Switchboard. All of a sudden, I went to go and bring you on the air, and it just—it's got a little spin around there, and it just spun around. And next thing I know, you were off. Off the uh, queue. It's okay because I came back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's, you have a wonderful website, and I love uh, looking at the quote sticks you have. Thank you. They just they just show up in my head every morning, and I write them down and share them. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful um, inspiration. Uh, what gives you the inspiration to write them? You know, I am inspired by so many things. I'm inspired by my children. I might be inspired if I have a, a bad experience. I might get down and then I'll try to look at, you know, what could in this scenario, how could I be at peace or how could I be in happiness even though I just found out bad news or um you know, anything that's going on in my life certainly inspired. I can get inspiration from, you know, how I found a solution to something. Um, you know, it can even, it can obviously come from from anywhere. Sometimes if I need help, I look at beautiful photographs and I feel inspiration just from looking at that. Cool. Um, now, you're also, you're a gifted writer and a happiness coach. What is a happiness coach? My clients come to me when they need some help. They they aren't quite sure where to turn. So either they're stuck, they're not getting a good job, and they know they can, or their relationship's kind of taking a dive. Um, people come to me for all the kind of reasons that you'd come to a life coach. Um, but they come with an understanding that we're going to focus on on really clearing the air and and clearing their space so they can feel joy and happiness again. So our intentions are, um, you know, all going towards that. And whether their problems are showing up, you know, in the form of, um, you know, just about any kind of problem we can take on um, because we can focus on 
and what they're learning from it and how they can find joy every day, what little things they can do um, to start feeling appreciation in their lives. So basically I think what defines it would be that we all have the same outcome in mind, which is just to feel more happiness every day. Cool. So you do this uh, full-time now? Because I see at one point you were a news reporter. Yeah, I well, that was my career straight out of college, and I still write um, for a newspaper column. I have an advice column. Um, I don't actually get paid for that, so I, I wouldn't expect I don't know how you define it as a job anymore, but um, I have a weekly newspaper column I've had for a couple years. Um, One of my friends who was an editor um, invited me to start writing it, and then people would find me through that and hire me to coach them. So it all kind of ended up working out. So, um, But I don't work for a newspaper for pay. So... (laughs) Well, they should go ahead and pay you yeah. something. I'm sure you increased their listener and, you know, the readership for them. Well, you know, what the advantage I get by doing it for free is I have complete and full rights immediately to everything I write. Oh, and that's, so that's I've more chosen important. that because that way I can go post it the next day. I can post it ahead of time because I own everything. And, and if I let them pay me, which their rate is not very good, then they would own the rights for three years because they've paid me for other things that I've done freelance. And then I can't post it anywhere for three years. So I, I make that choice. But, um, but yeah, right now I'm writing full-time. I'm either freelance writing um, or I'm coaching people. And uh, I have a book coming out, as you know. And so basically I'm writing and coaching, and that's my full-time profession. Cool. Uh, so, you, uh, and I also know that uh, you used to do philanthropy work. Are you still mm-hmm. doing any of that at all for some people, or you've just stopped doing that totally? Um, I can consult uh, family foundations as they evolve, so I can help nonprofits when I um, when they call on me. Um, it's not something that I I publicize broadly. Um, but I have helped um, a lot of different people get their giving together. So my focus is you want to do something with your money. You want to do some good. You know, how do you choose a nonprofit? How do you get a system together so you can give out your money and, and help make changes in the world? And um, and I, I don't know if I'll ever stop doing that because I really like helping people give and helping people feel good about their giving. Um, so I really love the field of philanthropy. I'm not um, employed in it at this point, but I, I don't know that I'll ever not have that part of my life going because I, I just really believe in a lot of the work that the nonprofits are doing, and I want to help support them. Cool. Well, then you and I will need to talk after the show sometime. Uh, no problem. <laughs> Now I'm trying to build uh build a, a metaphysical church, so um and of course being non profit I can always use help on getting it built. Do you have a five oh one C three? Uh not yet. So but so, we can yeah, talk I mean, we can talk more. Yeah, we can talk about it later because basically as you position yourself to be, you know, uh an organization that others can support, um yeah, there's lots of good strategies, um, and I and yeah, that's something that I did for about 12 years. So I'm um, I'm very comfortable in playing in that playground as well. Cool. Uh, no more, you know, more about the type of work that you do. Um, what stops most people from experiencing happiness? 
Well, people tend to get in their own way, and and one of the things that gets in their way pretty quickly is um, expectations and and not meeting them. Um, we set very high expectations for ourselves. Does that does that make sense? Yeah. And, yeah, it makes a lot of so, sense. And so when people um, don't meet their expectations of themselves, and it can be as simple as um, they didn't get a good grade, you know, they didn't um, keep their house the way they wanted, or they didn't, um, um, you know, have as nice of a car as they thought they would have, or they didn't, any way that, that they that there's an expectation that's been set up and kind of charted and and then when you don't make it, there's just this feeling of, you know, oh, you know, I'm just not good enough. And I think as we start to get more safe and comfortable with our own skin, we can start blasting through that and having compassion for ourselves. That often will lead to feeling a lot happier. <laughs> and we can all use, uh, use more happiness in our lives, that's for sure. I mean, and the other piece is just, <clears throat> Finding acceptance. Um, change happens so much easier when you're not resisting your own reality. So that's a and big what, one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there's, well, there's a lot, a lot of information on how to people to um, to understand why they're not able to experience happiness, and you know what's blocking them and, and stopping it. Right. And of course, it's going to be unique. I mean, and it's it's not only unique to a given person, it's unique to a given date and time and place, and, and because it's all happening in our reality right now. It's all real time. So what you're happy about now or unhappy about now, it, it isn't the same as yesterday. And you may have some baggage that you keep repeating, but it's all happening in real time. And so, so it's important also to... One of the things I wrote about last week, but I, I kind of had trouble putting it into words, was the importance of um, not knowing and 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 forgetting all the stories that we tell and just not knowing so that we can learn fresh, you know? Yeah, it's, it is hard sometimes to... Um, you have it in your mind what you want to say, but to try to actually put it down into words, a lot of times it's like, I can't figure out how to do this. Do I actually yeah, make sense to some people? And how do you tell people, oh, you need to not know? They're like, what? <laughs> I thought I needed to know more. But sometimes you can get into a happiness um, feeling of peace by by going into not knowing and then allowing yourself to, to kind of get fresh information or fresh news because Really, we are all, everything's changing all the time. Nothing that you thought was true yesterday is necessarily true today. It might be, but you might need to find out all over again. And, and this is where I run into that is when someone will tell me, um, you know, but I can't write my book. I, I don't do it. I don't do it. I don't sit down. I don't take the time. And I said, well, what are we talking about right now? And they're saying, I want to, you know, have their book exist. And I said, well, how do you know next time you sit down? You're not just going to start writing some. You know, let's let's focus on that instead of just kind of, uh, I don't want to say regurgitating, but we start telling stories and we repeat them, repeat them, repeat them. And then we're not allowing for new patterns to show up. 
So what you might say instead in your own as you're talking about yourself is, I will take time when the book's right, or I'll take time when the idea is strong enough, or you know, I'll, I'll look for a new career um, at the time when I'm ready for it. And forgive yourself for not having done it already, whatever it is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it does make sense. Um, what, what are three steps that somebody can take uh, practically to help feel better every day? Well, the first one I kind of call my standing in line meditation. <laughs> and it's just to look throughout your day every day for those times when you're stuck somewhere, like you're sitting in line, sitting in traffic, um, maybe you're waiting for something. Um, it's those times when you feel in the past like you weren't in control because, you know, maybe the person in front of you got into an argument with the cashier, just one of those times in your day. And I say take those times and ask yourself to feel happy. Just ask for it. So it's funny because I'll be sitting there in traffic and I'll go, oh, I'm supposed to be happy right now, and I'll smile to myself because they're kind of like little interstitial moments. They're moments in between. And if we if we focus those moments on feeling happy, it can just have a nice ripple effect so that when you arrive somewhere, you go, oh, I was sitting in traffic. I'm feeling so good. And they look at you, okay. <laughs> I want some of that. So um, I like to start by saying to, 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 you know, pull into that. And then the next thing that you can do is you can just, there's two other things that are really, really important in happiness. And one is, um, you know, gratitudes and appreciations. And luckily, there's been a lot written on this in the last few years. Um, nothing can turn you around as quickly as looking at what you appreciate and what you feel gratitude about. And um, if I'm in a blue funk, which I get in myself, I'll just pull out a journal and I'll start writing and I'll keep doing appreciations and gratitudes until my mood changes. I might have to write for five pages of gratitudes and appreciations, but they're going to sink in. And once you start feeling appreciation, you know, like just right now, um, I'm so appreciative of being here with you on this radio show and having an opportunity to express this information. Like I feel gratitude and appreciation about that. So every day, um, now some people do this before they go to bed and some people do it first when they wake up, but having a gratitude and appreciation journal uh, makes a huge difference. And then the third piece is kind of a big one. Um, it, you know, when I say three things so you can practically feel better every day, doesn't necessarily mean they're small. And this is forgiveness. And so um, I first I first took a workshop in 2006 from an amazing meditation instructor and he taught me you know to forgive my father and then I just started forgiving everyone that had ever done anything that I didn't like and I just started going through and whenever I'd have a spare moment I'd pull someone else up from my memory bank and I'd forgive them until I got to a place where really I didn't have to forgive many people anymore because I'd just forgiven almost everybody in my whole life. Whoever did anything that, that, you know, I felt I was wronged or something. So I just go through and forgive. And in that forgiveness, there's so much happiness. There's just so much spiritual growth you can make. And, and uh, by forgiving them, it's really clearing and cleaning your own space. 
No. Yeah, it is. Um, it's so strange that you talk about something like that. Um, not going into too much detail, but it seems like old home week for me. I have met, uh, you know, started out with a friend of mine I haven't talked to in years. She happened to be my first girlfriend. Oh, my God. And gosh. she found me on Facebook. Uh-huh. And she's like, I think I was your first girlfriend. If I have the right Michael, I'm like, yeah, you do. And, you know, <laughs> ran into more and more people that I haven't talked to in like 20, 25 years. Or even longer than that. And wow. um, I had this one gentleman um, that I hadn't talked to. It has to be about over 30 years. And, um, you know, he we had talked on the phone earlier tonight. And he said there were some things that he felt he needed to apologize for. And I'm like, for what? You did nothing wrong. And, you know, I could tell by the tone of his voice that he just felt so relieved. Because, you know, uh, you know wow. on and off for years, he had felt that he had done something wrong. And, um, yeah. you know, I could have, you know, could have blown it off. He goes, but, you know, I figured I'd contact you and talk with you. And, you know, so he feels so much better, and it is refreshing on both parts. Right. Because I guess, right. you know, he needed he needed to hear that um, it was okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that according to me, nothing was wrong. And um, at the same time, I guess I needed to hear and be able to acknowledge that to him. So it's real free And he's to, just freed, yeah, he's just freed up um, space so that, you know, he can experience other things. It's like, I look at it like it's like silt in a river. So I look at it, the more dirt that piles up in the river, the water flows just less and less strong. And the more that we forgive, our, you know, our life force gets deeper and bigger and deeper and bigger and deeper and bigger. And um, the water can flow just so much better. It's like little icky dirt. That's how I look at it. Yeah, it definitely is. And, um, you know, even just the idea of letting them know that it's like, okay, if you need forgiveness, that's fine, but you have nothing to, you know, to ask for forgiveness for. And, you know, it even made me feel good, too. So I guess in a way I needed to, you know, to do some clearing out of um, of the past. And, you know, because we are all interconnected together. Well, and, you know, that brings up a good point, too, which is, you know, we can really never heal enough. Just it's like just it's like that relationship with him got he- a healing essentially, right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's, and there's other healings to be done. So it's um, it's going to be rather interesting the next couple of days because there's a few other people <laughs> I'll be talking to that I haven't talked to in over thirty years. I'm like, uh oh, what do we say? You know, and oh, it's just that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, and it's interesting yeah. how um, you know spirit moves uh, through us and around us, and um, you know things happen. And I think things get brought to the light for for a purpose. And so these things are bringing up, I don't know, learnings or gifts or ideas or um, chances, opportunities. You just don't really even know how much could get brought up into the light this way. It's very cool. Yeah, I, and I like it. It's uh, So it's going to be interesting, like I said, to talk to a few other people that, um, you know, I, I was wondering, it's like, well, should I call or not? And it's like, you know, I need to. Because there's some things that have bothered me uh, after all these years. And now with the other conversation, I'm like, oh, I definitely need to talk to this person. <laughs> you know, and, and just to, you know, just not necessarily to, um, 
ask for forgiveness, but to clear some things up. So it's uh, right. you know, it's, it's right. going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes we just go back through and picture different things and then bring healing to them and ask for, you know, sometimes we can ask for forgiveness for ourselves, for our own behavior, you know, and, and we it can forgive a, others. It, huh? And it does it definitely make a difference. Right. So, I, um, I've ne- I've never had an experience where, where you know, forgiveness happened where it didn't give someone a complete boost and a freedom and just a, you know, just a really really joyous um, experience in 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 freeing up whatever emotional cords or ties were, I don't know, just kind of you know, um, one of the things that I do with my clients is the Huna cord cutting exercise when they need to. Um, you know, cut loose from negative people in their lives. And, uh, you know, typically it's not someone they're in a relationship with, you know, that they want to stay in. It's usually someone like a, you know, someone they just have harbored ill will with. And we'll do do an exercise to cut those cords. And, And typically people feel just so much more freedom and joy after having that cleared out of their space. Yeah, it it does feel uh, really good. And um, hold on a second here. <laughs> okay, hit the wrong hit the wrong um, box on my um, computer here, which happens. Um, uh, what can we share with people who are stuck in the area of finance? Because that has a lot to do with forgiving people and all too, because it creates blockages. Well, a lot of people have trouble with their self-worth. And each of us, you know, every single individual on the planet is precious. And so some people just get their own worth. You know, they just, um, I did a scholarship program back in the days when I was doing philanthropy. And it was very interesting. Um, Every student who got their scholarship did double their wage but some doubled it from like 17 to 40, or, you know, more than doubled. Some went from 9 to 16. And so you have two kids who are both 16, both in high school, and one one finds a job for $16 an hour and the other one finds a job for like $8 an hour. And it's so interesting how early those patterns start of, you know, believing in your worth or believing in the value of the skills that you have. And um, in finance, a lot of times um, clearing the space of um, that your parents gave you, any negative um, ideas or emotions you have around money, um, healing um, any relationships that are causal that you see that are um, interrupting the flow of, of finances in and through your life. Um, a lot can be done with uh, people's beliefs and then um, helping people set a plan that they feel good about, that they can stick to, to, to grow that um, area of their life more with more um, ease. Okay, cool. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does. And, um, you know, some things, you know, when you got to think back at it, it's like, oh, wait a minute, okay, I get it now. 
I know. That's what's so funny, isn't it? It's like when it's flowing, you don't even know that you had to do anything for it all to work, you know? Yeah, it just happens. And then it just happens, and when it's flowing, it happens pretty quickly. And so um, a lot of times our resistance to change, inspiration is always waiting for you to send you um, answers to the questions that you have. And I do believe in that universal God and that and that beauty that that is. And if you ask, it will be answered. And then your job is to listen and and take it in, and then and then you're um, able to make any changes that you want to make in your life. Yeah, we definitely have to ask exactly what we're you know uh, watch exactly what we're asking for. Yeah, you know we will get it. It's just you know it's like a lot of times you know when you're wanting a certain relationship, you know you have to ask for specifically what kind of relationship you want. But when it comes to you know, finances or work or anything else, and you ask for something real specific, and it's like, you may be like, whoa, I got overloaded here. Yeah, I have, um, just a second, I have a little cough. <coughs> I was um, doing some career work with someone, um, one of my clients, and uh, she was interested in this one position, and as we started discussing it further and further, it turned out she had kind of a... a a problem with getting that position and what she really liked was you know the hours and the pay but the job itself was had some it, it would have been pr- pretty problematic for her to actually get that job and she had she'd been trying to get it for a while and as we look deeper into it I said well you know focus on the hours that you want and the pay that you want but you need to be in a healthy environment where you feel good about yourself. And it was like inadvertently there was an invitation of all the things she hated in her current job worse. <laughs> inadvertently. It wasn't intentional. And so then getting clear on what you're seeking in in terms that leave it open enough for the universe to deliver and yet clear enough that you're going to take care of your family or, or you know, navigate the what you need to do, for instance, in a career, you know. Okay. Uh, speaking of careers, what thoughts do you have for people um, around how to feel happy in their career? Well, the first thing is just sort of the big picture um, to give them the sense of freedom that they're not stuck, that they're making choices every day that are either kind of locking in what they're doing or or giving them inspiration to do something different and to really open it up bigger, to think bigger, to dream bigger, to um, to allow themselves to kind of look down at their career from a bigger perspective, um, almost to where do I want to be in 10 years and is this taking me there? You know, where do I want to be in five years? And if it's not, what would take me there better um, so I, I think one of the first things for getting unstuck is to just pop out of your sort of, not mundane, but just pop out of that day-to-day-to-day-to-day view that you're just looking up at your desk or your boss or your paycheck or your business and you're not really seeing, you know, where do I want to be going? 
And how will I feel about that? And what could I want that's bigger? How could I help more people? Or how could I serve my family in a bigger way? Usually when you think bigger, um, you can you can land something that gives you more joy. And when you're thinking small, you can land something, but you may not feel that good about it, you know? You didn't set your sights high enough. Yeah, and I think that's one of the problems. A lot of people aren't happy with their careers is they don't set their uh, their sights high enough. They just settle for what they can get. Mhm. Mhm. And you can take what you can get, but then have a big view. Have a big view. Be be on your way towards X, or because what this will do is it will shape your actions. It will shape your what your it's called a um, a reticular activation system. It's the same thing if you buy, a, say, a Mercedes convertible. You just start seeing them all over the place. You see them, you know, right and left, and that's reticular activation. And so when you start setting your sights on a, diff- uh, a bigger way that you can be in your career space, more joy, more of what you've been wanting, more true to your purpose, more giving of your gifts, more expression, you know, more creativity if that's what you're seeking, then all of a sudden these things that show up, you're going to be activated to take advantage of them and to recognize the opportunities. And if you're not thinking big enough, you that you won't even see the opportunities. You'd never even think. <coughs> you know, an example, um, Goldie Hawn was on Oprah last week talking about uh, uh, happiness and how to be happy. And I didn't see it, but I was told about it. And it turns out she's making a documentary. And because I knew I have a book coming out on it, I went and found the producer, and I made a contact with him. And he wants to see my book now. But I never would have thought of that if someone had just said, oh, by the way, you know, there was a happiness show on Oprah. I'd be like, oh, great, that's neat, right? Yeah. But I stepped out and I said, oh, how can I contact the producer? I wonder, you know, and and then I just looked him up. I actually found him on LinkedIn, and then I sent a hello, and he accepted it, and then we had a nice conversation yesterday. But the thing is that if you're in your day and you have an idea that's bigger, start opening up to it. Start paying attention to it. And then maybe a a manager will bring up that they're looking for someone who might want to take, let's say you're an engineer and you kind of are interested in marketing. You're not sure exactly. And then, you know, you might just happen to have lunch with someone in marketing. By accident, you get introduced at a volleyball game. I mean, you never know, right? And then if you're thinking about that, you might say, well, do you, does your department need any um, engineers to help with your marketing? And then you might have a whole – one time when I was working at Intel, this one guy, a whole job got created just for him because he told a marketing manager that he was kind of interested in marketing from an engineering perspective. And they thought that was a great idea, and they made a job, like, just for him. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, it just got created. And I do see that. I see jobs getting created or born out of just someone telling someone else what they want to do or what what their vision is or what they want to achieve. And I'm saying, gosh, you know, I could use someone like that around me. <laughs> and all of a sudden a new job gets born, you know? 
You never know what opportunities unless you speak up. And 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 speak up from that place of what could possibly happen. What would be even better? To to take the time to dream it and not to be scared that it won't happen because really who cares? I mean you're not in the future anyway. <laughs> so get you get out of that space of um, what if it doesn't happen? What if it bombs? You know. Yeah, and you get kind of scared and nervous about it. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of time adults um, stop dreaming because they did dream one time and it didn't come true, you know. And so they say, oh, that's not a good use of my time, right? Yeah. And yet if we're not thinking, yeah, if we're not thinking bigger, um, what I say in my first book, which was called Prospect When You're Happy, is if you're not dreaming big enough, it's not lighting you up. There's no fire, a big dream has fire, it has energy, it has intensity, and it will draw you to it. A little tiny dream is okay, but it just doesn't have that much juice. And if you can get there too easily, it, it, and of course you might not even get there because it's not that strong. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. Um, so I, yeah, I work with people to vision, vision big and then love where you are. That vision, that big, what would be amazing? Because um, that will light you up, and that will set your, you know, you on fire to start facing your day with more energy and, and excitement. Speaking of excitement, and Valentine's Day is coming up real soon. Um, what advice or what kind of help can you give people who are stuck and looking for love or romance? You know, that's just such a wide-open question, right? Because people come from every different walk of life. And one thing I do want to say is if you don't have a Valentine, and it's Valentine's Day next week, um, next month, uh, you know, in a couple time now, um, don't worry about it. So, you know, send love to your family. Send love to your parents. Or, you know, don't don't get tied up in it's commercial, so it's really a bummer that I don't have a loved one, because, um, you know, everything happens in its right time. So that's the first piece is just don't get too drawn into the whole drama of the, the commercial holiday. And then the second piece would be um, some of the women. I, for some reason, I end up working a lot with women kind of transitioning in their 50s to 70s. And a lot of them seem to be kind of looking for love or, or wanting that other person and and what I say is really to um, to find that happiness within themselves first, because that's very attractive, you know. Okay, and uh, one more question, then we'll take a couple of calls, and we'll ask you a few more questions. Because uh, you know the holidays just passed and all, and you know in this. Uh, you know the wintertime blues because so many people all around are stuck in the house because of all the snow. Um, how can people go ahead and get through times when they're feeling sad or lonely, or just you know they can't seem to shake it off? Yeah, I mean that can be a tough one because you can be lonely, you know, in a crowd. You can be lonely, you know, with your family on the holidays. You can feel lonely just because you feel different than everyone else in your life. Um, 
And so I guess in that case, what I'm recommending is starting to gratitude journal, starting to appreciation journal. Um, I love pets, so you might want to have, a, a, you know, um, the dogs are feeling a little tight in crazy also, so you might want to find some indoor games with your pets, um, good books to curl up with. Look at ways that you can nurture yourself Um one of my clients said that she just wrote me, I make, I, I asked my clients to send me their wins, and she sent me, um, I couldn't go to my exercise class, so I shoveled the walk, which was five new feet of snow, and then I put on my yoga video. <laughs> and so I applaud her for taking that step when she might have just wanted to, you know, feel depressed about it. There are also some natural kind of winter dormant times that end with spring. And so we can't really fight every um, down, you know. But do know that by feeling down, that's a good contrast to when you do feel joy. So a couple things. Write down your appreciations and your gratitudes. Um, make small victories. Um, get good videos or, you know, good electronic stuff. Um, and then uh, know that when you do feel down, this capacity to feel down is part of the contrast of who we came on the planet um, to be, and that the joys are much sweeter um, when you've had um, some difficulties. Okay, that's good advice to give to people on and how to beat the uh, the feeling blue. Do you want to take a couple of phone calls? Uh, sure, let's do this. Okay. Area code 207, you're on the air. 207. Okay, we'll be back to you in just a moment. Area code 302, you're on the air. Hello, hello. Okay. That must be away from the computers. <laughs> Eric code nine one seven. Yeah. Eric code nine one seven on the air. Hi. Uh, my name is Nicole. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you, Nicole? Hi, Nicole. I'm good. I'm good. Hi, how are you? I'm enjoying your conversation. It's really interesting. I'm liking it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. Um I I had a question kind of in regards to my career and I'm wondering if you might be able to Help me or give me some insight on that. I've um, I've just been approached with a business proposition, and um, I'm having some reservations about it, about entering into business with this individual. And I'm just wondering if you might be able to help me kind of get down to why I'm feeling this, and if this proposition is the right thing for me, or if I should just pass and move on to something else. So. Um Michael, you want me to run with this one? Sure. So, um, Nicole, you're sending me pretty loud warning signals that you're getting. And mm-hmm. so that's that's um, that's really something that's very important that you listen to, especially at, at the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of you is calling for something new, and so you're very attracted to – 
the opportunity, the idea, the concept, the right, the the sweet part, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know that the foundation's good enough. It doesn't feel strong enough. Um, it could mm-hmm. be they're going to get more out of it than you, or they're right. drawn to you for the wrong reasons, or or reasons that they may want something from you that you definitely could deliver. But it's like you haven't really formulated yet what you need from a partnership. Mm-hmm. So I would go back kind of to the drawing board and spend a little more time in development of what the kind of what a right business partnership would look like to you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't I'm not getting much information from you around um, moving forward. Does that resonate? Right. It resonates a lot because, I mean, essentially what I was getting from it is that um, immediately what I'm getting is to wait because this individual is going to change. And um, I was just sort of feeling that, like, once they change, a partnership will actually be possible. But right now uh, we're not on the same page. So I think what you're saying is correct because this, you know, partnership, they could get what they needed from me, but in terms of, how the partnership would benefit me. Um, I'm sensing that at this time, it, it just it really wouldn't. I'm seeing that in the very, very distant future, it is a possibility, but that's all dependent on uh, their behavior and the choices that they make. There you go. Good job. <laughs> you know, it's it's so it's really important to listen to that. Um, that you know that indicator. You were getting some indicators, and they're right on. And so um, that's asking you to pay attention to them. It's it's a good thing. It's your, um, yeah, I mean, you know, if you want, I'll give you permission. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, stop, don't. You can use me as an excuse. <laughs> I'll just I'll but, just be I'll just be straight black and white with you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean you you know I have been praying about it, and the information that I was getting was that it, it's not a hard fast no, it's just a not right now, um, and that uh, the person does have some good intentions, but it, it's clouded with other things right now. And well, those other I'm going to go back to telling. I want to go back to you and your experience. And part of you is calling for some interesting new opportunities. Okay. And so spend a little more time with yourself, kind of saying to yourself, what opportunities could show up for me that would really rock my socks, like that would make me feel like, woo, right? (laughs) That's where you want to be going is where an opportunity is so good that it's mm-hmm. just there's just no question that you're that you'll be honored and that it will win and it will work. That's the kind of feeling you want in a new opportunity right now. Mm-hmm. So. That makes uh, tons of sense, and um, I I thank you for that advice because that that feels right on to me. Great, thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thank you guys. Have a good evening. You too. Bye. That definitely was able to help her out a lot. Yeah, you know, we have these gut feelings, right? I mean, they're just so often on track. (laughs) That's what I call intuition. 
Right. And a lot of, and everyone's like, oh, I'm not psychic. I said, well, do you ever have that gut feeling of something and, you know, you ignored it or you worked on it and you found out it was true? And they're like, well, yeah, I said, that's a psychic ability. That's intuition, the gut feeling. I said, it's the same thing. And they're like, oh, wow. I need to start listening to it more. It's like, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, huh? <laughs> it's like, you know, sooner or later, if I keep giving that advice, I won't have a job anymore. <laughs> Everyone will be like, oh, I just go with my gut feeling. I don't need Michael anymore, you know? It's like, oh, great. I'll yeah. shoot. No, I'll call you because there's one person I can't read. Guess who? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, you know, it is interesting. And I, but that's what I tell everyone. It's, you know, follow that gut feeling. I because, you know, it's not going to let you wrong. You know, it's not going to let you down at all either. It's yeah. going to help you out. There's a... um. This is, I don't know why this is coming up for me, but there's this, there's, I guess it was like a book and then it was a movie and it was like, he's not that into you. And it was this whole thing of, you know, I'm dating someone and he never calls me. What what should I do? Yeah, <laughs> I think there was like, something about it. Yeah. And it's like, uh, they're not into you, you know, move on. Yep. You know, give your, give yourself permission to hang out with someone who you know, who's deeply into you, right? Let's go ahead and take another caller and see who we can help out. Thank you. Area code 508, you're on the air. Hey, guys, how are you? Good, how are you, dear? Good, Michael, this is Stephanie from Knappen. Oh, hi, dear, how are you? I am good, how are you? (laughs) Doing great, how can we help you? Hi, Stephanie. Hi, how are you? My daughter was signed yesterday with one of the top modeling agencies in Boston, and I am wondering how is she going to do? So how is she feeling? She's two. She doesn't feel anything. (laughs) Oh, your baby girl. My baby girl, yes. They absolutely love her, and she, she, I'm partial, but she really is a beautiful little girl. I'm not sure if my daughter sees that. How are you going to... How are you going to run with it? How's it going to work for you? Uh, Pretty much any castings that they ask us to go to, I would go to. I'm just wondering if she's going to do well enough for it to be worth our time. I'm not, I don't see any obstacles at all. It just looks really fun, enjoyable. I'm not getting, um, it feels really, the energy is flowing really nicely. Um, You're excited about it. She's going to have a great time because she has a great time, whatever she does, whoever she's with. She is. She's good like that. Yeah, I mean, she'll just have a lot of fun. And, and you know, um, you'll you'll learn a lot from it. Um, you know, protect her interests. They're going to always be interested in themselves, right? Right. So watch those bottom lines and watch what people take. And, and, and you, may need, you may need to bring in... If it if it works out real well, you'll need to bring in someone to help you manage that a little bit. Do you see um, her doing TV? Not... Huh? Do you see her doing TV commercials? I I just kind of see the sky's the limit for this little individual. Oh, she's got a really sweet spirit. She's got a sweet spirit. She's unspoiled. She's not pretentious. Can you please tell that to my family? <laughs> what? Tell that to my family that she's unspoiled. They think I spoil her. Oh, gosh, no. Mother can never spoil a little girl too much. Right? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's got a beautiful spirit, and so do you. And enjoy her and enjoy this time. And at the time that it doesn't work, you just shut the door on them and work with people that are kind. And just, just always work with people that are good and kind. And if you get somewhere and they're mean, you just you just you say, you know what? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. That's just pay thing. attention. She, she loves taking pictures. She loves trying on clothes. And she uh, uh, thinks that it's a big, giant play date. Yeah, I mean, I'm not feeling, I don't, I don't feel, um, I don't feel any obstacles. I think you guys are both going to learn a lot and have a lot of fun. And uh, I'd say congratulations. Um, You know, I don't, um, I I don't think at this point with the way she's, like, she's, um, She's really in that place of just learning and taking things in. So from her perspective, nothing, it doesn't, success is having fun. I know. I'm trying to, what I'm doing with this is I'm going to build her college fund with it. And uh, Yeah, I mean, um, and, and that's where you want to just watch the interest. Now, as far as like, Blanketly saying, "Will every single call you get called out to do be worth my time?" That's oh no, you can't answer. Possible for me to know, but I, it doesn't. I'm not seeing anything. Um, um, I guess you know, have her get a really good night's sleep before it, and then bring lots of treats. Yeah. <laughs> have lots of good fruit and um, energy stuff, and watch her energy, and don't let them control what she needs. Because right. that could burn it out, right? So right. if they're doing a four-hour photo shoot, you know, every every 18 minutes, say, I need 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that you keep it fun for her because, you know, they're adults. They don't know how to deal with that. Right. And uh, I, I I don't see any, um, like I said, I'm just not getting any shadows at all. It's all quite bright. And um, her future is really bright. And uh, cool. this or whatever she does, right? <laughs> She's a very Does determined that child. Does feel true? <laughs> yes. She's, she may be two years old, but she's already very determined. This child can already read at two years old. And, she and, has, and like, you're a great mom for her. You're the perfect Aww. mom. She chose you very carefully, you know. Aww. You're a perfect mom for her. So you're just going to really love this time. Yeah. yeah. My princess. Yeah. I can't help yeah, it. Yeah, good job. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys very much. And You're then, welcome, uh, Derek. I will see you back on napping probably tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there, I'm sure. It's like uh, tonight I was going to do video, and I'm like, eh, yeah, no, I can't do the video tonight. <laughs> yeah, we got your email. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's all good. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you guys again soon. Okay, have a great Thank night. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, she's on... Um, part of a website. It's called North American Psychic and Paranormal Network. It's NAPPN.net. Oh, and, nice. Uh, wonderful group of people there, and we're actually being broadcast uh, through their website also. They decided to um, pick up the show, and they have um, a uh, video chat also, so they've installed the oh, player awesome. from Blog Talk, so people can click on it and listen, and sometimes uh-huh. I'll turn on my webcam and they'll see me broadcasting and they can listen to the shows. So it's uh, we're being oh, simultaneously cool. broadcast there. So it's a wonderful website, too. Yeah. And that's, that's where awesome. she was from. 
So I know we've only got a few minutes left, and I wanted to find out uh, what is your, the you know your next book out? It's called Happiness Quotations. Yeah, um, the book is called Happiness Quotations: uh, Gentle Reminders of Your Preciousness, and the book is um, just like 150 pages, and every day you just open to another page. And it might remind you of um, to take a chance or it might tell you to forgive or it might say something, you know. It takes the quotations that are on my Facebook page, my Facebook happiness quotations, and it takes them a step more deep and more intense and so that you can really learn um, how to clear your head and feel feel more happiness. And it's coming out uh, uh, mid-March. It should be out by the third week of March on uh, Amazon.com and everywhere, uh, Happiness Quotations. Cool. And who's the uh, publisher? It's um, I have a publisher in Oregon, and it's uh, Wyatt McKenzie with a happy publishing imprint. Um, so my her the publisher behind the publisher, her name is Nancy Cleary, the one that is doing the book design right now as... Um, as we speak, she's uh, actually the editor's editing it right now. Her name's Sally. <laughs> oh, cool! So well, uh, yeah, the, to the show. It's my know. second. It's my second book, so I'm feeling. Um, the first book, I think I kind of I didn't believe I'd have a book until I held it in my hands. <laughs> and so this book, of course, um, it started to come in around October first. So I've been working on it you know, most days since October 1st. So. Well, cool. I'm looking forward to um, to checking the book out also when it becomes available. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. I love doing those calls. Yeah. We have to, we'll have to go ahead and set something up and do this again maybe after the book um, actually comes out and then we can link to, uh, to where it's at on Amazon and uh, talk more about it and all and help more people out with bringing some happiness into their lives. Oh, that would be so wonderful. Thank you so much for your time and everything and the invitation and and uh, um, and introducing me to good people. That was fun answering those questions. Yes, well, thank you're you. very welcome. And, and, you know, like I said, thank you for uh, giving your time because I know you're you're busy and all. And, um, you know, we, you always have an open invitation. We'll be talking again real soon. Okay, so that's it. And I will... Um, I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, okay. and have a great and day. Bye. Your Facebook huh? is your Facebook page is facebook dot com slash happiness quotations. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So anyone's listening in, uh, go ahead and um, you know add you as a friend and like you and uh, connect with you there. Then. Awesome. Hey, have yourself a great night, and we'll talk again soon. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye. That was Erica Nelson, Happiness Quotations, How to Bring Happiness into Your Life Every Day. And she's going to have a book on. It was wonderful. And I'm going to take a short break, have another hour to go, because, you know, my sponsors say I have to be on for two hours. And and I like to talk, too. I have the gift of gab sometimes. And, of course, you know, I'll be able to help out with some readings. I know the chat room's kind of quiet tonight, but, you know, you can't be busy all the time. So um, I'm going to go ahead and I'll post the chat room, the link in the chat room there. I have to go ahead and do a commercial break and then play a song and take a break for a second. And, uh, you know, visit my website, too, while I'm taking a break, BeTheLightChapel.com. 
Sign up for the newsletter. Check out what we're doing. We just signed up for an Amber Alert now, so it'll be up on the side there. So anyone visiting the webpage can find out if there's any nationwide Amber Alerts going on. And while you're at it, too, please help us out. You know, our guests come here freely and give our time so that we can go ahead and help you to bring happiness into your life, to change your life and all. And if you can, please click on one of the links either on the front of the BTR um, show page or on the website and help us with with a donation. Last month, we've had five, almost 6,000 people listening in. And if everyone was to go ahead and donate just $1, it would make a huge difference in in us being able to go ahead and spread the word of helping uh, people who are in need right now and letting them know that the show is here, helping us also to go ahead and build the church that we're working on building. So, um, you know, even $1 is a big help. We can do it through PayPal. And if PayPal doesn't work for you, let me know. You could send me a check, money order, or uh, we could set it up through Google Checkout. So in the meantime, just take a break. We'll be right back, and I'll be taking your calls if you have any questions. Bubba here to talk to you about Bid66.com. It's fun, it's easy, and if you sign up right now at Bid66.com, you get 10 free bids. How about an Apple iPad, an Xbox? I bought mine for $30 at Bid66.com. Pirate tickets, gift cards, get your kicks from Bid66.com. Plus, free shipping straight from the factory. Where else can you get that? Nowhere. Go to bid 66 dot com right now.
Alrighty, and hello everybody. Welcome back to the second half of the show. If you're just tuning in now, you missed a wonderful first half of the show. I had Erica Nelson with us. Happiness Quotations. Want to check out more about her and what the show is all about? Listen to the archive, which you can also go ahead and visit uh, Erica on her Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Happiness Quotations. Got a book coming out and all on how to bring happiness into your life. And uh, you know, she took some callers and helped some people out. So it's uh, going to have to get her back in there. Her book is going to be coming out in uh, around mid-March. So we'll definitely have to have her back on again and talk about the, about the book and how to help bring some happiness into people's lives. Which is going to be interesting to go ahead and do. Lines are open if you want to. Give me a call at 347-539-5349. And, uh, you know, I'm a psychic medium, intuitive, Reiki master. Give me a call. Help you with some uh, insight and help you on your journey. I have mentioned to some people, you know, you've heard me saying a few times that, um, You know, it's, it's like uh, going back to um, old home week, and I'm meeting so many people that I haven't talked to in years. I mean, there's one woman I haven't talked to her in uh, 23 years, and um, you know, the last time I talked to her, it was like it was her um, rehearsal dinner for her wedding, and we grew up together. I mean, we were next door neighbors, and um, she found me on Facebook about a week or so ago. And she emailed me there, and she said, you know, I hope I have the right Michael Carbone. She used to be your, you know, I was your first girlfriend, I think. And it was like, yeah, you know, we were talking and reminiscing. And she's like, oh, my God, there's so much catching up to do. And, and I don't know where to begin. And, you know, we'll email each other back and forth when we have time. And, you know, she's a mom now. She's been happily married. She's got a 13-year-old daughter. So it's interesting to go ahead and, and reminisce. And then I'm touching base with, with um, you know, other people, you know, from like her sisters and catching up with them and uh, other people I grew up with. And um, today I talked to this one guy that um, I dated his sister. We dated for like five years. And, um, you know, it was five years that I was um, wondering about myself, who I was and what my purpose in life was. And... Um, you know, I, it was, you know, when you hear someone saying, oh, I grew up Catholic, and you're like, oh, poor you. It's like, yeah, well, that's how I was. Like, poor me. Uh, you know, I was, I knew I was gay. And at the same time, the church was telling me that's wrong, that's evil, and you can't be. And, uh, of course, my mom, you know, she'd see on the, on the talk shows, and she'd make comments like, if you ever find out about, you know, you're gay, I disown you. But she didn't. She loved me and said, my happiness is all that mattered. And, um, but, you know, being a young teenager, you know, 12, 13, 14 years old, you know, I wasn't quite sure. And, you know, having to deal with all that. So I dated this one girl for five years. And, um, you know, when I finally accepted who I was, you know, I broke it off with her and, and broke her heart because her sisters were calling me up and saying, you know, she's really upset. She really loves you, you know. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, I'm gay. And I have to accept who I am. Uh, but it's been interesting talking to her brother, finding out a lot of things that I didn't know. And um, 
So I got to give her a call tomorrow and and you know, just to talk. And it's just been interesting reminiscing with people, and it clears the air because there were some things that he needed to talk to me about, and we got to talk. And because um, you know you grow up with kids and you treat everyone differently, and and um, you know sometimes when we're kids we're mean to people, and other situations that that take place, and you're like you know. I remember this person, and I did this, and I did that, and, you know, and, and it'd be nice if I can get a hold of them and, and apologize for it. And a lot of times we don't get the chance to. And it's like, well, you know, maybe you don't have anything to be sorry about. Um, but we were talking, and, and there were some things that he felt that he'd done wrong, and it was like, no, you did nothing wrong, you know, and don't worry about it. You know, I don't think you did anything wrong, and, um, you know, it wasn't like, and it was some of the kids that were beating on me and picking on me. You know, I dated his sister and he cared about her. But, um, you know, he feels so relieved. And, you know, and I do too. It's like, you know, for whatever reason, it, it just feels um, relieving. And to go ahead and be able to, to do something like that. So it's been kind of an interesting week. And, and I kept wondering, it's like, why am I meeting people I haven't talked to in years? And all of a sudden, it's like this comes up, and um, you know, we talked about spirituality, and he he saw that you know uh, I'm a psychic and all, and he's been kind of interesting about that. And, and, I said, and he goes, "Well, what did you expect out of calling? That's nothing out of just wanting to know how you were. It's been like 30 years. You know, we all grew up together." And um, you know, I said, "Well, maybe I said we connected because in one way, you know, what's been you know, may have been bothering you on and off." throughout years, um, you know, you needed to hear that it was no big deal. It, it didn't bother me at all. And it was like, hmm, yes, maybe. So because you never know, you know, spirit has a way of reconnecting people and having things happen in your life. And maybe it was just one of those things for us to reconnect where some people needed to um, to be relieved of something that they felt burdened with. So it's like, um, you know, and I had, and I can't, and I've had readings before, and I was like, um, you know, some people are like, oh, well, there's a girl that you need to, you know, a woman in your past that you need to uh, make amends with. And I'm like, who? I don't know anyone I need to make amends with. And then after talking to him today, I was like, okay, I need to, you know, talk with her and, and, you know, and maybe explain more because I didn't want to hear her crying the whole bit when I was a kid and I was 16. So, you know, I just ignored her at that point and let the family deal with her uh, being depressed and all and, and upset that we broke up. So, you know, and, you know, all these years I was like, you know, I should have handled it differently, but that's the past. There's nothing you can do about it. But, Sometimes spirit lets you reconnect to where you can go ahead and make amends of it because there's new opportunities coming up, and you need to go ahead and release that. And uh, this may be where uh, some psychics who are saying that I need to make amends with a woman from my past, maybe this is where, uh, not necessarily for me, but maybe for her. I'll have to find out. But, you know, spirit always has a way of bringing people into our lives for a reason. Whatever that reason is, you know, we may not know. Uh, but then again, it may come up and uh, the opportunity may make itself known where you're like, oh, wow, now I know why we reconnected. You know, now I know what's going on. And, 
you know, same thing with my nieces. I haven't talked to them in over 20 years and reconnected with them. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, they're going to be so excited. And I was like, no, they can care less. So, but it was a relief for me where I didn't have to wonder no more. You know, I kept uh, trying to. My mom wanted me to reconnect with them. And before she died, she said, you know, find them. And I was like, yeah, well, I'll promise you. And I found them. And it's like, okay, no need to worry about it. Don't have to worry. You know they're not they're not worth um, trying to reconnect with, but you know it does um, help relieve you at times and help you to um, go ahead and move forward with your lives. You know we can't keep on um, living our lives in the past and saying, well, what if? Because there's nothing you can do about it. You know, but you can help clear the air and help people understand the situation or um, you know help yourself with the situation to go ahead and be able to move forward with it um, you know there's so many people in the past that you know they've they've been hurt they've been bullied or they've been bullies and not necessarily you know you can't let go of it you're you're stuck and you're like, you know, I need to make amends for this. I need to go ahead and talk to them and, and let them know that I'm sorry. And a person may be like, you know what, I don't care. I've moved forward. You know, but it's gotten off your chest. So if there's somebody that you've hurt in the past that you know or you've been thinking about them a lot and saying, well, I wonder how they're doing, contact them. Do a Google search. Do a Facebook search, actually, is how I find people nowadays. It's like, you know, go up in a little search bar, type their name up there and see. And look, and you know, look at the profiles. See if that's where they, you know, they live at. Some people, you know, don't move much, but um, you know, go there and look, and that's one good way of finding them. And then let them know. It's like, hey, you know, I felt like I did you wrong when we were kids, and I just want to let you know I'm sorry. And it can be as easy as that. They may ignore you. They may not respond back. But you, you've done what you needed to do. Or, um, you know, I haven't done this yet, but if I ever find somebody that bullied me, I'd be like, hey, you know, you bullied me, but I want to thank you because you made me a stronger person. Because remember, everything that's happened to you in the past has made you who you are today. Remove one of those incidences in the past, and it can change your future. That's why they say about time travel. You know, if we were ever to go ahead and go back in time and go ahead and change one thing. That's why they said you can't touch anything, you couldn't do anything. But if you're like, oh, wow, you know, here's a 1901 penny. And you're like, okay, I'm going to pick that up. That thing's valuable now in the future. You know, it's worth millions. Okay. What if that person in the past went ahead and that one penny helped save them from starving to death and brought them, and they happened to be, uh, you know, a grandparent for uh, John F. Kennedy. Well, you remove that penny. They starved to death before the great-grandparents and that, before they could have children or whatever. So that means John Kennedy never existed anymore. That's why they say when you do something, you know, you can't change the past. But you can talk about it, learn from it, and move forward. So it's just rather interesting how we go ahead and, and um, run into people in our lives, and it's made you who you who you are today. 
you know, and, and I have no regrets as to anything uh, that I've done in my past because, you know, Louie and I have talked about it. It's like, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't have done this. I said, why? If nothing happened, if we changed something, if we would have done something different, I said, I probably wouldn't be on the radio right now. I probably would not be meeting all these wonderful people from around the world. And I probably wouldn't be helping anyone but other than myself. And that's not where I was supposed to be at. Because if that was the case, it never would have happened that I never would be on radio right now. So, you you know, it, everything that's, uh, all your experiences in life is what's made you, um, you know, a lot stronger of a person and brought you to where you are today. It may not be your ideal place to be in, but how do you know what's going to happen to you in the future where you're going to be at? You all listen to spiritual shows and you get readings and, you know, you find out what could be happening to you in the future. You know, but try to look five years, ten years, fifteen years into the future and all, where you could be at. I mean, 20, you know, 23 years ago, you know, I was, uh, you know, still a kid. I was in my mid-twenties. And, you know, no, you know, no idea. It's like I knew about my gifts and all and I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. I know things, and you know, and I do them occasionally just to either one freak people out, or two impress people. And they'd be like, "Wow, you could do that," and you know, I didn't really care. And there were times, you know, because of that, I lost the abilities and didn't know things were going to happen. But it made me who I am because you know it allowed me to be a little wild and crazy, and I was a little too wild and crazy at times, but. You know, it's it's just made me who I am now. It's made me a stronger person. And, um, you know, I never would have guessed it. You know, looking out 20-something years later, you know, I'd be doing a blog talk radio show and have people listening and uh, following me from around the world. I mean, I have people that tune in from Australia, New Zealand, all over the U.K. and, you know, so many places around the world. Never would have dreamed about it. You know, I have clients, the same thing, all around the world. Never dreamt about it. I thought, you know, hey, I grew up in a small little town up in Rhode Island, grew up in West Warwick, and, you know, moved to Providence, and then, uh, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And here I am now, 20-something years later, and you're sitting and listening to me. So we never know what's going to actually happen all these years later. But the experiences you're taking in today, the words you're listening to tonight, are going to make a difference in your life one way or another in the future. So it's going to make you a stronger person. You're going to realize, you know what? I can do this. I can go ahead and move forward. I don't have to settle for less. I can go ahead and raise the bar higher, raise the standards higher, make myself happy. And if people join me on the happiness, then they do. If they don't, well, then that's their own journey they have to take. Yeah, we have to. We have to go ahead and give up the fears. Area code 337, you're on the air. Oh, hello. Hello. I was in the, hi, I was uh, in the chat room and I was listening to your, um, to your wonderful talk. Well, thank you. How can I help you tonight? Well, um, I was calling because I'm going through a lot, a lot, a lot of changes. And a lot, uh, today was a big, big day for me. And I just was calling to see exactly what can you see what's going on with me and how, like, what kind of steps can I take from here to kind of, um, I guess, make things better on my end? Okay. 
Um, you already have an idea of what you need to be doing next. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to take that to take those um, to take those steps because you're kind of nervous about it. You're like, okay, do I do this or do I do that? And you're you're kind of scared and nervous. Um, and I'm getting, don't be scared. Okay. It's just that it it I, I it, it's kind of felt like with my job because I, today I was thrown a lot of information. And I've heard it before, but for some reason it hit it hit me like a ton of bricks today. And I was like, well, golly, the writing is on the wall. I need to do what I need to do. <laughs> but it's like, um, I don't know, I'm, that's why I'm mainly calling the show to help me gain some clarity. Um, so, um, but, but the only thing is um, I kind of have an idea about what I want to do as far as entrepreneurship, but I haven't, like, really pegged it yet. It's not, not nothing solid. I'm kind of like trying to. It's like I'm torn because I'm I'm not happy where I'm at, but I need to be somewhere else too. Yeah, and that's why I said it's like you know to, you know don't be afraid because you're kind of scared. It's like what do I do? Ask your angels and guides when you go to bed tonight. Say okay, let me dream or give me messages on what I need to be doing. You know what what uh, you know what role can I play in the bigger picture that I need to be doing right now to bring happiness into my life. And um, when you wake up, even in the middle of the night, if you're tossing and turning, and you're like, "Oh wow, that was weird," write it down. Or you know, if, uh, you know, take a little tape recorder or a little recorder, or even if you have a smartphone, and you know, hit the record button, or leave yourself mm-hmm. a voicemail and say, "Okay, this is what I had," and then this we hear uh, when you wake up tomorrow. Write it all down, and then it'll start making sense to you what you need to be doing next. Because I've because I noticed um, I've been having a lot of dreams lately, and um, I'm I'm only able to pick out like maybe it's vivid because one night I was dreaming about my angel, one of my angels, and then the last night I was dreaming about someone who I knew who was very close to me, and I was trying to piece it together. It's like I I remember their faces and I remember even seeing the angel, but I don't remember what was the message. What were they trying to tell me? That that's the only thing. Okay. Um, try to remember too. You know, when you're dreaming, you know, like were you in a building? What color was there? If you if you're able to dream in color, um, you know, what else was around you? You know, were you were okay. in an elevator? You know, did the elevator door open? Were you looking outside a window? You know, all this has um, different meanings in it there. And, and um, do a Google search for dream interpretation. I and, do. You know, I'm glad you said that because I do that. Yes, I do that too. Yeah, and then do that, you know, like, you know, oh, I was in a skyscraper. Um, you know, if you see, like, if you can remember what floor number you were on, look at numerology, what that number means. And you'll get the more pieces of the information that they're trying to give to you, and that's going to help you make more sense of uh, what the message was. Okay. Do you'll you start see anything else? Together. Do you see anything else going on for me or coming into play for me? Uh, I'm not getting anything specific, but I will tell you that uh, definitely by the summertime, you will be making the change. Okay. By the end of May, beginning of June is when you're going to finally go ahead and make the change. Um, you know, take the leap of faith mm-hmm. and know that, you know, you're everything is happening for a reason where, you know, you're getting, you're all of a sudden seeing the writing on the walls. Mm-hmm. And you have the idea... <clears throat> I'm getting that you have two two choices that you're wanting to make. It's either one or the other. 
on what you want to do because it's not like a lot of uh, it's not like oh there's five different things I want to do there's one or two things that you want mm-hmm. am I correct am I correct on that yeah yeah it, you you are correct so basically to kind of fine tune it I need to go ahead and just pray and ask my angels to, to reveal it to me so that way it can be kind of like cut and dry and I think that's where I'm at <laughs> yeah I kind of want yeah, an cause... idea so that way I can go with it. Yeah, because some people will be like, well, there's about five or six different things I want to do. And it's like, well, you're, you've narrowed it down already to two things. Like, I either want to do this or this, and I don't know which one I'd rather do. Um, also, go with your gut feeling, too. What feels um, better for you? Is it either A or B? Okay. You know, also go according to that. But ask your angels and guides to help you and write down every little detail you can remember about your dream. You know, uh, if you're in a room, like I said, or if you're looking out a window or was there a car that came speeding by. And, you know, all little things like that are part of the big picture that they're trying to, to get across to you. Okay. All righty. Well, I thank you so much, okay? You're very welcome, Darren. Let me know how it goes for you. Okay, will do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, that's the uh, the hard part is, um, you know, is trying to see what the big picture is. And and I do that, too, a lot of times. Like, uh, okay, am I getting this right? I don't know whether I should do this or this. And when you ask your angels and guides, okay, you've got to help me out here. I'm afraid to take the leap of faith. So you've got to help me out on what I should do. And if they they're you know if they've got everything pretty well set for you, they'll make sure that you take that leap of faith. They're gonna be like, you have to do this now. Um, like some of you uh, probably heard me say before, I was working in a hair salon. Did it for years, and you know I was I was happy. I was like, yeah, you know, okay. But I knew there was something more that I needed to do. That was something. Better. And I said, okay, I'm never gonna be like you know Paul Mitchell or you know, any of the big famous uh, hairdressers. It wasn't going to happen. But I knew I was destined for something bigger. And I had, you know, other hairdressers would come into work and someone would be angel readers and messengers or they'd be Reiki masters or I'd have customers coming in and we'd be talking about Reiki and all. And uh, other psychics would come in. And they all would tell me, it's like, you know, you love doing hair, but that's not your calling. Your calling is to use your abilities to help people. You're part of a bigger picture where you're going to have the fame and the notoriety and people are going to be wanting to talk with you. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but how? And they're like, you'll never, you know, we can't tell you how. You just have to take a leap of faith and start doing readings full time. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's like I'm scared to death of this, you know, and what the heck do I do here? Had the website set up, had other things set up, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't know, I got this going here, but how the heck am I going to do this? And, you know, I wasn't feeling that great one week, and on a Thursday, my boy, I never worked weekends, I had weekends off, and um, that's how I went to work for this one woman that I knew, and, and she was wanting me to work on a Saturday, and I wasn't feeling good that week, and I said, you know, I went to the doctor, and he's like, you know, you got the flu, you need to take a few days off, I said, well, I said, you know, and I had the feeling something wasn't right at work. It was like, mm, writing was on a wall. She wanted me out of there. But I kept ignoring it, and I didn't take the leap of faith. So, and I kept asking the universe, I said, you know, you need to make it clear for me what the heck do I need to do here. You know, I'm kind of scared. I can't do this leap of faith. I'm, You know, I've never done this before. So I called in sick that Saturday. 
And I said, I have a doctor's note. She goes, you're fired. I said, uh, you can't fire me. I've got a doctor's note here. She says, I don't care. Doctor's note or not. I needed you to work Saturday so I can have the day off, so I can do what I wanted to do. She goes, come and get your stuff. You're out of here. And I was like, okay. Middle of summer, Florida, no salons are hiring. Businesses are, you know, slowing down in the summertime. I was like, well, I guess I'm taking that leap of faith after all, aren't I? And I know some of you are like, oh, lawsuit, lawsuit. I'm like, you know, I didn't even think about it. That wasn't part of the plan. But here I am now, and this is like four years ago. Her business is closed, and I'm on the radio. But I've taken the leap of faith, and that's the scary part is when you go ahead and do it. But you just know that when you have, they see the writing on the wall and you have gut feelings, you know, oh, I don't know, what do I do, what do I do, I'm so scared. Ask your angels and guides to help you. But if you tell them, I'm afraid to take the leap of faith, you have to be more clear if I, if I need to do this, they will push you into taking that leap of faith whether you're ready for it or not. Because they know that you're ready for it. They know that all the pieces are in place where you will be fine. You know, I haven't fallen. You know, I've gone ahead and, you know, we managed to go ahead and get ourselves, uh, you know, we lived in a travel trailer. We got ourselves a newer one, a bigger one. And we just bought ourselves in July a brand new 2010 Jeep Liberty. So I'm doing pretty well here. And now it's like starting to build a church and, you know, have a metaphysical shop going. And um, I could say this now. Uh, we had one other metaphysical shop. This is a huge flea market. I mean, it's going to take you all day to walk around this place. I got a couple, you know, about a thousand vendors in there or more. I'm not, you know, but there's so many people in there. And there was, there was one other metaphysical shop and I offered to go and do readings there. And she said, no, I wasn't ready for that. Wonderful woman. You know, I love her dearly because we got to become good friends. She'd refer people to me for readings and I'd refer people to her. That were walking past and didn't get to her shop yet, and they were looking for something metaphysically. So we'd swap things out. And it's interesting how things work for bigger pictures, but she decided she's closing. So my shop is now the only one that's going to be there. And I'm the only reader. We had another woman reading there for October, November, December, and she uh, was working for her own. But it helped me to be like, you know, competition is great. I don't mind it. But now all of a sudden the woman left in December. And the whole month of January, I'm the only uh, psychic reader there and tarot reader. And now the other woman had the metaphysical shop. She's like, I'm just giving up. She said, you know, it's just all of a sudden, boom, one, one everything's just changed. And I just need to do what's going to make me happy. So... You know, everything's just expanding quickly. And, you know, if I didn't take the leap of faith, the universe is like, you're going to. And everything has let up and kept on going and progressing and improving. And, um, you know, I met a minister local, and he wants to help with building the church because he's looking for a church that he can call home also. And he's like, oh, I got connections. We're going we're gonna to get your church built. I said, Okay. And then the strange thing about it all, the friend of mine from the past is also a minister. So I kind of found it interesting. I'm like, okay, I've got all these ministers coming into my life here in one form or another. Again, it's the type of messages that spirit will give you to let you know you're doing the right thing on what path you need to take. 
And, you know, and I've questioned, it's like, okay, do I, you know, what about this church? How am I going to do this? I got to have money coming in. I'm paying Blog Talk $250 a month to do the radio shows, and I'm not really getting in the money really to cover it. And then I got the shop, and I got the inventory, and the universe is like, here's a minister here, here's another one here, there's another one here, and here's another one here for you also. And here's someone from your past who you never realized would be a minister at all, and they are. So the Spirit's way of letting me know, you're on the right path. It will work out for you. you know. So I'm like, okay. I take the leap of faith. I put it all in your hands. Open up the doors and let the changes take place. Because once you do that, you're not going to fail. You're not going to fall on your butt. And... Um, You know they're gonna let you know that it's you're you're doing the right thing, and um you know you just have to be aware of the different messages that spirit's gonna have for you what type of somebody wrote in the chat room uh what type of messages the spirit will give to let you know you're on the right path such as such as like I explained, I'm wondering about building a church. Okay, whether I'm on the right path, and all of a sudden, I get one minister, uh, you know, an ordained minister coming to me. Oh, I want to help you out. I know a couple other ministers who want to help you out also. Then I run into someone from my past who's also a minister, who's also had a conversation, was kind of curious about things. So to me, I'm putting the church together, wondering is this right? And I'm meeting all these ministers coming into my life. That's a sign, yes, you're doing the right thing. I'm bringing these people here to help you, to give you some guidance. That's the type of messages I'm looking at. If you're wanting to know about, um, you know, being, uh, if you have psychic abilities and you're wondering, well, should I do this for a living or what? In your everyday life, you're going to run across other psychics and mediums. They're just going to be like, like you're drawing a magnet. And that's the universe's way of giving up a, um, a red flag for you. You know, like, hey, whoop, stop, look, you know. I'm telling you to be a psychic, and you're meeting all these other psychics in your life. I'm letting you know that this is what you need to do. You know, the same thing when people wonder, oh, should I be a, a, you know, should I go into nursing? You'll be walking in the store, and that day you'll be meeting people. Oh, what kind of work do you do? I'm a nurse. What kind of work do you do? I'm an RN. What kind of work do you do? I'm an ER nurse. You know, you're going to run into all these different people, and that's the universe's way of letting you know, yes, you're doing the right thing. This is what you need. You know, it's real simple. Once you start looking and listening, and truly listening to what's going around you and to the type of people that you're meeting and running into, you'll see the universe is giving you messages all the time, every single day. It's just we don't listen. Try to listen with our ears, but we're not really getting the whole thing. We have to listen with our heart and listen with our eyes, because then when you start seeing like, ooh, I hear you. You know, this is what what's going on. You know, or, you know, look at numerology. You'll keep seeing the same numbers over and over and over again. And you're like, what the hell? I keep seeing one, 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 one everywhere. You know? Look up what it means. Or you'll see fours all the time or threes. Look up what it means and you'll see like, ooh, that fits into what I'm wondering about. You know, that happens all the time. You know? It, it's so subtle people keep missing the messages 
You know, and that's what it is. Yeah, um, Mustang Salo is like, I think looking may be the key. That's what it is. We have to keep on looking and be aware. You know, we're so big, we have blinders on. We see what's ahead of us, and that's it. We don't see the little things going on on the side of us, you know, or below us or up above us. You know, we're just looking straight ahead. You know, but when you start looking around and really looking with your eyes, you're going to see the messages that the Spirit has for you to let you know, hey, you're doing the right thing, or what the hell were you thinking of? You know, think about it for one thing. If you've been in an abusive relationship where you're being abused and you're wondering, it's like, you know, you're, when you first think about it, you're like, well, maybe this is normal. Maybe this is the way all of our relationships are. But then you keep on going ahead and you're running into all these people. That's like, oh, my God, look at you. You're all black and blue and bruised. And you realize, oh, they're in an abusive relationship. And that's not right. That's spirit's way of letting you know you need to get out of your relationship because that could be happening to you. You know, it's the little things that we have to look for, and that's what's going to make the difference in your life when you start looking at the messages that are around you. You know, and, and it is hard to um, to go ahead and um, get the messages sometimes. You know, we're scared. We're only human. We, we have a fear of the unknown which is how religion gets to control a lot of us sometimes because they use fear to go ahead and keep us in line. But, um, you know, we just have to take that leap of faith and keep on going. You know, but that's the way that, um, you know, spirit's going to go ahead and get messages out to you is is the little things that make a difference. I'm going to take some callers here. Maybe the switchboard. Oh, there we go. Area code seven seven three. You're on the air. Hi, how are you doing? Good. How are you tonight? I'm all right. Uh, I just wanted to ask a question. Okay. What do you see my love life in uh, 2010? Um, seeing someone new the end of February, beginning of March for you. Okay. Um, it's actually somebody from your past coming back. It is? Yep. Well, I wonder who that could be. Um, usually I don't get a message of a name or anything, but I saw the letter J. The letter J? Wow. Yep. So it could either be the first name or a middle name or a last name, but I'm seeing the letter J for their name. Okay, so um, I'll just look look out for it. And do you see anything else for me? Uh, no, it's what they're wanting you to uh, to pay attention to right now. Okay. That's going to be happening so quick for you. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Yeah, a lot of times when I see something that clearly, you know, I go ahead and let it uh, let it through, and and I'm getting more and more of the of the messages, and and that's how we evolve and grow spiritually sometimes too. It's like you know, you may have one ability that's kind of weak. And a lot of times, like I said, I usually don't get names. Uh, but every once in a while, I'll see a name, and it's weird how I see things. Like looking at a negative of a picture just flashes there. It's like, whoa, big neon sign just flashing and letting me see a, you know, a letter or a number. And sometimes I'll, I will get an occasional name. But um, you know, it's interesting how we get the, the messages. Erico two four zero, you're on the air. Hi, how are you? 
Hi, how can I help you? Okay, so I'm calling because I'm uh, going through a lot of spiritual changes, um, you know, seeing the numbers. Uh, I, I'm rather intuitive. But for me, I guess I've been, uh, I've had a few experiences where I, in my sleep, I was visited by and I've been told by two different mediums that they see otherworldly protection around me. Uh, a lot of orbs or stars. I've even been told that they're just representations of myself because they may have the ability to split up into the universe as a star, which is really odd. But I was wondering what you pick up around my energy or maybe those other uh, friends that I have around me. Uh, not getting anything specific, but um, you're getting ready for some rapid. Um, awakening taking place. Mm-hmm. So you're going to, I want to say by next month to going into April, you'll actually be able to communicate with them a lot easier. Um, right now, you're not really able to listen um, and hear them. But definitely by uh, by next month, I want to say that you'll be able to pick up more and more of what they're trying to get the cross to. Um, some of them are. Some of them are just uh, wandering spirits that are around. Okay. All right. Well, I guess it's all everything you need to know. Thank you. Okay. A lot of times, too, it uh, helps us on our journeys to go ahead and to grow in, uh, spiritually and meditate. You know, there's so many, uh, yeah, so many... Um, So many people are awakening right now, and uh, they're kind of like, "What do I do here? You know, how, well, what's going to happen? You know, and, and it's scary for some people. They're not used to it. And uh, but you know, we have that's why we have so many block talk shows. So many. That's why we're getting so many guests. I mean, I'm actually booked going into mid-April now for people coming on the show. Pretty much all of February and March is booked solid. So you know, for the next 35, 40 shows. So we're doing roughly 20 shows a month. So, um, yeah, about 35 more shows now. Uh, we're booked with guests. And most of them are single-show guests. So we've got Toriala coming back on. We have Jeff Baker who's finally going to be here. Um, finally got that straightened out the 20th. We have Lynn Miller with uh, Zenobia. Um, a few others in out there from America's Psychic Challenge. Um, working on Joseph Tittle. I have to give him a call. And uh, uh, Tori said she's going to contact him about seeing about getting him on the show, too. So, you know, we have so many wonderful guests coming on, and they're going to be giving you some messages to help you. Um, help you with your, your awakening and help you with messages that you need to hear and be made aware of. I mean, the shows are changing quickly. We have lots of messages coming in uh, because not one, there is no one person that has all the messages that you need to hear. But by getting a variety of people with different abilities and all, we're going to get the messages that are going to help you out. So that's why, you know, usually every week we're going to have different people coming in. And um, uh, I know during the month of January, every week we had some of the regulars, the same people and all, but there's not too many times it's going to happen. So you're going to have different people every week. And I think Sarah Wiseman um, is about the only one right now that we're going to have on for a couple of weeks in a row. 
Um, but most of the guests every week we're going to have someone different. So in some shows we've got two people. We've got earlier shows. So Marcus as a favorite, Addis as a friend, and yes, please, if you can, help us with a donation. If you're listening on the show, uh, Blog Talk Radio, if you go on the, uh, the show page there, you'll see a donate button. That's any dollar amount, even a dollar. If you can go ahead and donate a dollar, it goes through PayPal. If you want to go ahead and do it through Google, let me know. I'll send you the link. Um, I need to go ahead and post that up on there for Google also. Or you can send us a money order or a check. Or go to the website, bethelightchapel.com. There's a link there for a donate button for any dollar amount. Or for the next six months, if you want to donate $2, 5 $10, $20, $50, we have that set up where you can go ahead and donate that for a recurring payment. Um, like I said earlier in the show, we've had over 5,000 people listening in. If each person donated $1, that would be $5,000 to help get the message out and to help people on their journey right now. So, I mean, that's the, you know, when, you, when people think it's like, oh, it's only a dollar, what can a dollar do? Well, if five to 6,000 people donated a dollar every month, that's five to $6,000 that would, one, get the physical location of the church going, help us to expand, help us to get advertising, increase the shows, and get the live video going regularly at different times of the day so i mean that one dollar goes a long way on there and we really appreciate your help go ahead and take a couple more callers here and by the way too if you're uh if you have gift uh psychic medium tower reader uh, Reiki, or if you're an author or a publisher or anything like that, and you'd like to be a guest, to say, hey, you know, I want to be on there. It looks like fun. Contact me. You know, there's a contact list right there on the Blog Talk Radio, or email me, Rev Michael, R E V Michael, at bethelightchapel.com. And it's Michael with A E L. Some people do it E A L, but it's A E L, at bethelightchapel.com, and say, I want to be a guest for the show. We'll talk some more. Like I said, I'm booking into April. But there may be a couple of shows where the guests only want to come on for an hour. And if you want to do like an 11 to 12 o'clock spot, um, you know, p.m. Eastern time, you know, late, uh, late night show, let me know. I can go ahead and get you on. So this way then, you know, I just have one guest and have another. You know, so we're always looking at ways to work it out and, um, you know, always welcoming different people to come on to the show here. Let's go ahead and take another caller. Erica 317, you're on the air. Yes, hello. Hello, how are you, dear? Um, I was wondering about, like, my, I'm unsure who's my spiritual guide. I Normally, I had a spiritual guide um, a while ago, but now I was using my grandmother as a, my spiritual guide. So I'm kind of, like, confused in that area. And also, I was wondering, like, my finances. Normally, I don't play the lottery, but today I played it because I had got a letter in the mail from a ministry, and he kept speaking about the number 8 and then the number 800, and those are numbers associated with my address. So today I played, and I was just wondering, because like, my financial area is, like, really stressful at this time. Okay. <clears throat> um First part is uh, when it comes to spirit guides, they keep coming in and going. You know, once your guides, even with your grandmother coming in to help you out spiritually, um, right now she is finished with her job with you. 
on what she needs to do to help you to grow. Okay. Um. So what's going to happen is, you know, you're going to have others, and sometimes, uh, you know, we, they they change so quickly, it's kind of hard. But I know you've got uh, Raphael and Ariel there with you right now, and Ariel. they're helping you, and Raphael right now. Okay, I've worked with uh, Raphael. So, um, but you know, they keep coming in and out. Occasionally, you have um, Michael coming in. Archangel Mike's going to help you out. So, um, you know, they keep coming in and out all the time, depending on what kind of work they need to be doing and when. Yes. And as far as uh, finances go, um, it's not really going to improve for you until, I want to say going into April. Okay. But instead of worrying um, about, oh, I don't have enough money, just be like, oh, well, it's only money. You know, there's not much I can do about it because worrying isn't going to get you anywhere. Right. But once you start doing that, you're going to start noticing your money situation improve quickly. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Let me know how it works out for you. Sure. Bye. Bye. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, our spirit guides keep coming in and out real quickly, and a lot of times, you know, they'll come in for you know a little while and then leave real quick. And uh... yeah, Amory, um, the guest was on. Erica was on earlier for the first hour. That's why I said, you know, sometimes we have guests that only want to do one hour, and some of them are new to being on radio. That's why some of you are like, well, I never heard of her. It's like, well, you know, I get some people coming in, and and um, she approached us uh, about being on the show, and it's like, okay. I talked with her and saw what she was about, and I've seen her on Facebook and all, too. So, um, you know, a lot of people are new, but it, just because you don't hear about them doesn't mean they don't have a message. So some people, you know, understood where she was coming from, and it's like, oh, wow. But uh, you can visit her um, on her Facebook page, facebook.com, and uh, happiness quotations, and you'll find Erica there. And um, go ahead and like that and add her as a friend. So it's always interesting. And you can always listen to the archives and see what's going on, too. we got eight minutes left. Let me take another caller here. Area code 814. You're on the air. Hi, sir. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? I am fantastic. Thank you. Um, I was actually calling to talk about um, a gentleman that's in my life. His name is Donnie. Um, I care very much for him and would like to see this relationship move forward and was wondering what you had to say about that. Uh, he cares for you deeply also, and I'm getting the relationship will move forward. Um, he's wanting to take things slow and uh, for a couple of reasons. He's been hurt in the past, and he knows you have also. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, he doesn't want to rush things because he's uh, enjoying getting to know you. So he's going to take things slow, but definitely by uh, July, August, you're going to see the relationship going into um, different levels where it's going to be a deeper relationship. Okay. Um, we kind of got into a little bit of a spat, I should say, and I haven't talked to him for a couple of days. And it was, and actually it was something that I had to go through. Um, to get 
do something that was really um, down deep inside of me that I didn't know was still there. And I'm grateful for that because um, it really pushed me to me so that I could heal that. So I wasn't sure if he was, like, wanting to talk or or not, because we used to talk all the time, every day. There mm-hmm. wasn't, like, a second out of sight. And then when we got to the point where we were actually going to spend more time together, um, a lot of things went upside down on that aspect. And... Um, Due to past things, I was very defensive and uh, really blew up on him, and he actually didn't do anything. (laughs) It was something that was stuck inside of me, and it had to come out so that I Mm. could see it. Now, have you tried uh, contacting him since then? Yeah, actually I have, and he hasn't said anything, so I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, because I'm getting within the next couple of days he'll be contacting you. He's wanting to give you some space, and he's wanting to figure out how to, you know, go ahead and deal with everything. Um, but he will definitely be contacting you within the next couple of days. Okay. Um, I actually have a very strong intuitional feeling from my guides that what I need to do is to drive down to his house over the weekend and let him know that I do love him. It was like a really important thing to do. Yeah, I yeah. agree with that. Uh, you need to go ahead and clear the air and explain, you know, what happened, and explain, you know, why you had to go ahead and release that. Okay, but it, should I do it in a letter or should I just do it face to face? Oh no, do it face to face. Okay. Have you received an email or a letter, and it's like? And you're reading, and it's like, oh, my God, what the hell are you talking about? And when you talk to the person, and you know, on the phone or in person, you're like, oh, I took that wrong. Yeah, and that's, I did. Yeah, I did that's a why lot of this, that. Um, that's why with this situation, you need to do it face-to-face, because when you go to write it, you may think you're getting your message across, but he may be like, oh, wait a minute, what the heck's going on here? So it's um, better to be in person. Yeah, he's very... Um spiritually in tune (laughs) very very spiritually in tune and um, I had a huge breakthrough emotionally and it just like everything went poof and he happened to call and I took it all out on him I didn't realize at the time what I was doing because I was so frustrated but now that I've stepped back from it and realized what had happened and really got to the core of the issue of what was really going on inside of me. Yeah, and that's why I said go ahead and get a hold of him in person and, you know, explain that. And, you know, he, he knows, you know, he'll be able to know that you're being honest with him and sincere because he is so spiritual about it. And But that's why I said, you know, you need to go there and, and talk to him in person. Writing it in a letter or an email, you know, words can get confused because you're not able to express it the way you think you are. So it's mm-hmm. going to be better off to be in person with him and be able to explain it. Okay. Do you see this relationship like really deepening 
spiritually or is this more of a um, deep friendship connection? I mean, oh, no, I really do love him. Yeah, no, like I said, um, you know, it's going to definitely go ahead and grow. And by the end of summer, it's going to be, you know, on, on a whole different level. Okay, because I know that he's moving to Colorado soon. And he's only like six hours away right now. So, yeah, it's going to still work out for you. Okay. Um, is there any other messages that my guys have to say to me about any finances or anything of how I can uh, pull this back together? They're just saying follow your heart. You know what you need to do, and you just um, you know can't be afraid to do it. Yeah, fear held me up. Yep. Okay. So Thank don't you be very don't much. be don't be afraid to know that they're they're there to help you. You're going to be nervous and scared when you're talking to them. But just don't let that stop you. Just go ahead and say what you feel from inside your heart. Okay. Um, I appreciate it. Oh, my goodness. Um, Is there any type of healing or something that my guides recommend for me at this time so that I can grow more spiritually? Uh, This is going to definitely help you once you go ahead and get this conversation. And because it's going to go ahead and give you the faith that you need to go ahead and start growing more. Okay. So definitely okay. find a way of getting down there this weekend and and face them. Yes, and you'll be oh. fine. Oh goodness! Well, I guess I better figure out how to come up with the car to do that. Then. <laughs> it, it'll work out for you. All right. Thank you so much, sir, and love and light to you. Um, I am looking forward to uh, embracing my spiritual gifts. I know they're right there and um, had a lot of healing and stuff to go through before I could get to this next step, to go to the next step, to go to the next step. (laughs) Yep, and it'll happen quickly for you. So hang on and, uh, you know, love and light to you, and we'll send some healing energies your way. Thank you, dear. You're welcome, hon. We'll talk to you later. Let me know how it works out. I sure will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, everyone, we're about out of time. Visit my website, bethelikechapel.com. Mark me as a favorite. Add me as a friend. Let your friends know about us. Hit the uh, tweet button, the Facebook share, the MySpace share, the whole bit. And don't forget to... Real quick here. Sarah Wiseman, tomorrow night, the 11th, is Kevin Beard and Scott Grossberg, Tessa Destiny, Zenobia Simmons, the 15th. Then Matt Frazier on the 17th. And know that you are loved. Because God loves you, and so do I. Until tomorrow night, everyone, take care and many blessings to each of you.